What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Power 5 Podcast, the podcast that takes a topic and ranks it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Christian Graver, C-Dub the Great. Yeah, that's right. I'm hosting tonight, and the podfather, K-Love, Kevin Williams, is not in the building tonight. But I got my boys, Big C, Colin Thompson, CT in the house. I got Todd, the pod god. And I got my boy, Joey Stacks, a.k.a. my little brother, Big King Stuff tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode number 95. It's crazy to think, 95, and we are ranking our top five sports personalities. And I'm super excited for this. Fellas, what is going on? How are we doing tonight? Gentlemen, greetings. Good to have Joey Stacks here uh, on the pod. I will also like to give a tip of the cap to K-Love, the pod father. 95 episodes, or 94, I guess, is a heck of a run to miss your first one. So missing him tonight on number 95 as we count down our approach to 100. You know, I'm just I'm just curious, man. Where is he? Like, what's what's happening? He left us out there. It's kind of vague, like just can't make it. Is it the fact that it's, you know, Disney's 50th anniversary? Is it Magnolia's <laughs> 20th anniversary? Like, what's going on? You know, maybe he's hanging out with Mr. Chip Gaines or something. I don't know. I'm guessing there's some Disney-associated event that is like a sign-up tonight or a registration or something, and that's why he can't be here. Well, why did he have to lie about it then? I mean, work isn't that hard, Kevin. I mean, you're not working at 9 o'clock at night, but we know Walt Disney's working overtime, so... uh Hey, we, we love you, buddy. We appreciate it. We do miss you as we're inching closer to 100. But I'm excited. Uh, Easley High School alum, class of 2010, the guy who dunked on that dude from Gaffney back in the day at the Bilo Center, Joey Stacks. How you feeling about being on the pod tonight, buddy? Man, it feels good. It feels real good. I really wish Kev was on here as the pod father himself. I feel like 95 is symbolic of the 95 World Series for the Atlanta Braves, maybe something like that. Maybe it's the 95th anniversary of the Southern Baptist Convention. Nobody's sure, but I'm here tonight. Missing Kev. Oh man, Joey, how was the Super Bowl? Oh wait, we're we're recording Whoa. ahead of that. But <laughs> how, what is Let's your excitement? Yeah. What is your excitement level? Yeah, I'm on. I'm on about a 10 out of 10 right now. Probably going to be about a 20 out of 10 come come Sunday. I think Eagles pull it out. 37, 34, Eagles. Big Chris. Really can't share it on the pod, but he'll have a good night. And uh, <laughs> let's just say we're going for another title. Eagles fly, Eagles fly. Hey, I love that. The question is, how's he going to get a Philly cheesesteak in Arizona? Is he going to have to hit up a Charlie's or something? We're going to go to a gas station. We're going to go to a grocery store. We're also going to ask a homeless guy for a piece of bread, and we're going to make it happen. <laughs> Eagles by three. I like that. Make sure you bring your own grease, though, because I'm not sure they grease the poles over there. But hey, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Well, fellas, listen, I'm excited tonight. Colin and Todd are our regular regular peeps here in the house. And Joey Stacks joining us uh, tonight. We're ranking our top five sports personalities. And, you know, we're going to get into the rankings here very shortly. But just want to say sports personalities could be all over the map tonight. This could be former players that are now in different – positions different roles across the sports world this could really span the entire spectrum of sports i mean anything from you know college to pro to wrestling may i add i don't know i'm just throwing it out there guys have any fun in your homework or was this pretty easy right off the top of the dome man i found it to be kind of difficult like immediately names started popping 
and trying to narrow it down was was difficult. But I took a little bit of creative liberty to get to my my five, and so so it'll be interesting once we jump in. But I, I found it to be kind of challenging, honestly. I thought the initial list, the brain dump was easy of that that 10 or 12 people. I thought the pick in the five was pretty tough, to be honest. Right. Yeah, I will say, you know, just speaking of, I hope this guy isn't on anybody's list. But, you know, one guy who was like a personal hero of mine until 2017 when he was arrested in Wyoming for criminal entry while nude and intoxicated, Ryan Rosillo. I don't know if you guys remember him. He used to hang out with SBP. I met him in Clemson. And um, I really thought he's, I was like, I want to be this guy. It's kind of why I got into the podcast world, loved what he did. He became so big. He had his, you know, his own show. He has his own podcast now, but you know, some of these guys that I was looking up, I was like, man, they've, they've had some stories, man. When you start looking at people's past. So I hope I dropped some knowledge on you all tonight about some, some things you may not know about my five. So are y'all ready to hop in? I say we get onto these rankings because you know, we got a halftime hot seat waiting for Todsy after number three so without further ado ladies and gentlemen let's kick it off top five sports personalities number five all right guys so i'd like to give my criteria before we start so sports personalities i actually picked my current active sports media personalities that's the way i kind of describe that so they've got to be current active in the sports media world And to be honest with you, it didn't matter if they were former players or not. I didn't exclude anybody like that. But the majority of my people, I think you're going to see they're in a certain niche. And so I'm going to give you my number five. And this person, it's a a male. He's a calming presence to me. And he's part of the NFL. He's the guy always breaking the news. But he's not afraid to take his shirt off on Monday Night Football to do a Kirk Cousins impression. Okay, this guy went to the University of Michigan and Northwestern. He's been at ESPN since 2000. 2009 ladies and gentlemen it's none other than adam schefter aka shefty the guy who's always on twitter breaking the latest news he'll let you know where aaron Rodgers is going before anyone else but guys one of the things that i wanted to say a random fact about him he actually wrote a book in 2017 called the man i never met which is about his wife's ex-husband who actually died in the world trade center on 9-11 How about a random fact there? But ladies and gentlemen, coming in at number five for me is Mr. Adam Schefter. Really solid book. Have you read read that? Read that a couple years ago. Really enjoyed that. I need to. I need to get on that book. Then I'm a big Shefty guy, so love that. Yeah, the only thing I read is Tiger Illustrated on Colin's account, so I'm good with that. (laughs) That is fact. (laughs) Very nice. All right, Joey, what you got for your criteria, and who's your number five? Well, you skipped over me on the on the uh, little precursor there. So I'll just say this was easy for me. There's five top tier sports entertainment folks, and this was a no brainer. Number five, we're coming in with none other than Don Munson himself, my my neighbor, <laughs> yes. the voice, the, the buttery voice of Clemson football. Another touchdown for the little man, something like that. But at the end of the day, you get the gist, you get the vibe when you hear from Don Munson. You know it's all about Dubs and Tiger Town. Don Munson, number five. I'm not going to get into a debate on Don as football play-by-play, but I, I legitimately love Don Munson and Bob Mahoney on the baseball calls. I mean, yeah. it is music well, to my ears. Don Munson on any call, I mean, him and Tim Beret, there's so many pairings that a Don Munson pairs well with, right? And he happens to live right down the street from Joe, so you've probably – 
seen him in his skivvies, right? I mean, you know him a lot better than we do, right, Joey? I wake up to his voice. A little good morning from Don Monson will do you right. Man, that's kind of creepy, but I'll I'll uh, I'll take uh, any uh, any Clemson Homer pick, man. I love that. I love there it. I love go. those picks. Hey, I'll go with my number five. My criteria. I also picked people who are like currently active. I also picked people who I felt like may not be like my personal favorite, but I felt like they had a lot of influence. Like they kind of changed the game. And so, at number five, I'm going to go Dave Portnoy, the founder of Barstool Sports. I was reading a little bit about him today. Started out handing out papers in 2003, transitioned to a blog in 07. Obviously, the dude has some very controversial takes, but man, he you can't avoid him in pop culture. And you know, their stuff's pretty good. And Colin buys lots of lots of merch from them as well. And so he's padding Dave's pockets. But anyway, Dave Portnoy at number five for me. Yeah, I, I love it. Really solid pick, Todd. Yeah, Todd, one thing I will say is speaking of buying his stuff, I have a one bite pizza in my freezer. So maybe I don't buy the garb as much, but uh buy the frozen pizza. How about that? There you go. Yeah, I failed to mention that too. I mean, just what a you know, just creating trends everywhere, right? Extra floppy. <laughs> <laughs> rumor has it Colin and Dustin Tompkins are on the Barstool golf tour, but that's just rumor. I can confirm that rumor. We are locked and loaded for Chicago on the Barstool Classic stop. You heard it here first. Chi-Town, baby. You know who's going to be there, Colin? Carl Winslow with his nerdy neighbor, <laughs> the beat Nick Cobb. Hopefully we can hang out. <laughs> All right, Colin, who you got, buddy? All right, so criteria for me. I didn't necessarily sit down saying that I was going to make a list of, of only people that were alive, but that's kind of how it, it played out. I've got a little bit, you know, probably some off the grid picks, and I'll explain those, the reasons why when I get to them. But uh, without further ado, number five is is an off the grid pick, probably. It's one of the two that I would not anticipate being on anybody else's list. I'm going ESPN's Ryan McGee. Ryan covers uh, a lot of NASCAR, a lot of college football. He's, you know, co host with, with Marty on Marty and McGee. Really down to earth, dude. But for those of you that may not know this, 1989 graduate of Travelers Rest High School. So we are both devil dogs. That got him that made the cut for him at number five, Ryan McGee. Mm -hmm. Huge if true. (laughs) How about that? Did you guys graduate together? Wait, what year? 1989. (laughs) Never mind. You were just a wee little lad. But how about that? A freaking devil dog. I love that, man. I, I did not see him coming, but I love to see him walk away. So I love that pick. He's one of those guys, too. And I don't want to get us down a sidebar, but he's just himself. Like, he doesn't try to be a personality, in my opinion. Like, he just is who he is. He likes what he likes, and he likes to talk about it. Yeah, I respect that. Kind of like Todd. Just is who he yeah, is, Yeah, right? exactly like Todd. Very nice. Good picks, fellas. All right. Number four. All right. Coming in at number four. I usually don't like to do this. I haven't done this in a while, but I'm going to have a 4A and a 4B. Okay. And I'm going to say that I'm doing this, but I could have actually had four pieces to this pie, but I'm taking two and they are two of my current 
Okay, and they are two from the NFL live show right now, and they are two of my favorites, one male, one female. Coming in at 4A, it is Mr. Dan Orlovsky, and 4B, it is Mina Kimes. She is the only female right now that is on my top five list, but I find her voice, her presence on this NFL show just to be very calming, very knowledgeable, and I like to sit down with a bag of rolled gold pretzels and a little Diet Coke Watch a little Mina Kimes. Is that so much to, much to ask? Dan Orlovsky and Mina Kimes together, NFL Live. They're also with a couple other folks on there like Marcus Spears, Laura Rutledge. What a great quartet, if you will, for a show. But Mina Kimes went to Yale, so you know she's smart, great writer. Dan Orlovsky, most known for walking out of the end zone, I believe, as a New York Giant. <laughs> but I do love his breakdowns and his play-by-play. So coming in at 4A, 4B, it is Dan Orlovsky and Mina Kimes from NFL Live. And I think that's one of the things that's so unique about this list is like, you know, every time somebody says somebody, you're like, man, they could have made my list or it could have been like somewhere <laughs> right, in that mix. Right? right. Like, so solid pick there with, with those two. And yeah. we'll allow it. We'll allow yeah. the, the four. Appreciate that. You know, I thought about doing four, but I was like, I'm not taking a whole show. That's, that's a little come, much. Come on. Guy. A little greedy. Yeah. All right, Joe, who you got, buddy? Number four, this was easy. I mean, if you grew up in the nineties, 2010s, you know, there's only one goat. It's not Michael Jordan. It's Stephen A. Smith. We all know that. Uh, everyone knows that I like a good hot take. And where did that come from? Stephen A. himself, the, the OG of hot takes. Started with Allen Iverson, led himself to first take. He's just a guy that's captivating. He, he always gets your attention. You don't always agree with him, but, man, that guy's entertaining. So Stephen A. Smith at number four, no-brainer. I like Stephen A. I'm on there, man. I mean, he's like a love him or hate him, but he's polarizing. I mean, his four or five head is all the way back there, but really, (laughs) I mean, he is, he's polarizing. He he gets into a lot of really heated personal debates recently. He had one with Jay Williams on a first take. I I mean, I I think he was best with Skip Bayless because those are two guys I would not Mm -hmm. see in eternity, but I just, I just feel like, uh, you know, he's stood the test of time and he goes, he does all sports, right? I mean, he even boxing. So uh, good pick there, buddy. Man, I think I made a joke about that being on somebody's list. I didn't know it actually land <laughs> on somebody's list. Ladies and gentlemen, my brother, Joey Stacks, the list of all. Of That's right. Man, I, I will say this. I think I enjoyed early Stephen A. Smith. I think now the character's just kind of old to me. And it's just like let, let me do an impression for you, Todd. It's <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. And what you're saying right now is preposterous. It's ridiculous. And you should just go home and be grateful that you see another day. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Don't get canceled for that. But 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 I I, uh, I respect the pick. I respect the pick. I'm going to go with uh, number four for me. I'm going to go Scott Van Pelt. He's the kind of guy I like. And he keeps me sitting watching, you know, instead of going to brand intriguing to me. You know, it's one of the things that that I want to I want to look for. It just seems like a likable dude, you know, maybe it's likable dude, but he's but I, I do like him. So what, what do you all think about that pick? I love SVP. Yeah, I think he's great. Like yeah, I'll, I'll, on golf as well. Sorry to interrupt, Colin, but when he when he announces like there was it the first couple of days of the Masters, he, he's just one of the best at that. But Right. 
he's yeah, he's great. Roll roll right into that. That's my number four as well. Just think he's a a real dude, a good dude. Love the one big thing segment. Just think he's a great host. Can you say some of the things when he talks to like Tim Kirkjohn or Tim Kirkjohn and and like uh, he does accents? Have you ever heard him do that? He's like Timmy, yeah, don't you know? Like he'll do all the <laughs> right. stuff, and he always makes Kirkjohn laugh. Like he always like I'm trying to think of something that he says where he's like, oh no, or something. I don't know what he says, but he'll do yeah. something crazy. I'll have to get that clip, and man, he does so good with that. But I like it. Two SVPs in a row. That's good. All right, y'all. Number three. All right. Well, coming in at number three for me, uh, you know, this guy is a jack of all trades, a professional wrestler and wrestling commentator. So we're getting our WWE action in here. Former punter and kickoff specialist. And in my opinion, the best part of college game day today. He once had a Guinness World Record kicking a 40-yard field goal while blindfolded, but that was broken by a fan who ended up kicking a 45-yarder. The legend who's been everywhere from Barstool to Fox to WWE and now ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Pat McAfee, uh, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment right now. In my opinion, he's kind of an acquired taste for some. I think he's definitely brought some life back. You know, College Game Day is a great show, but he definitely brings a new added element to that. And uh, I just love his energy. I uh, love his style. Uh, he's just a different cat. Love the fact that he's got Aaron Rodgers on his show every single week and like just chilling, talking about what he's going to do with his life. So uh, coming in at number three, give me Mr. Pat McAfee. I love that. Love that pick because he's putting on for the specialists. My boy Bradley would would love that pick, and he was on his show. And I think Pat McAfee is bringing light to an underappreciated crew of the specialists in the NFL. So Are you saying Pinion could be a professional wrestler as well? Or uh, hey, he's built like he's built different. He could be a professional wrestler. I think true, ECW. <laughs> is there anybody that did not expect McAfee to be on Christian's list? I mean, it was drawing even odds in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna put him higher, but I've I've had to pivot for some local flair. So stay tuned. Well, man, like McAfee, I, I do agree with you, Christian. Like he's just brought new life to the game day show. I mean, I love I love that. I love his energy. You know, I even love like when he first was on the show and he shows up with no tie. Right, the rest of the guys are so polished and you know doing their thing. Um, but he just shows up and it's just raw and it's who he is. And and oh, so yeah. I, I have a deep appreciation for that. Absolutely. Tank top and cowboy hat, you know. That's right. <laughs> All right, Joey, who's your number pick? Three? Number three, this is from my wife, one of her favorite basketball players, one of TV's most entertaining folks, Shaquille O'Neal at number three. If you if anybody watches a little NBA on TNT. You're going to get some of the entertainment from Shaq. He's constantly trolling Charles Barkley. He's constantly trolling Dwight Howard. I mean, they, I mean, he's one of these iconic players slash entertainers. He's been on Happy Gilmore, or sorry, he's been on a lot of movies with Adam Sandler, not Happy Gilmore, but some of his older movies. And he just does the thing that transcends sports. He makes everyone smile and laugh. Just a good old fashioned comedian, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, and how about those it. movies he was in, right? Like Kazam. Kazam. Yeah, yeah, Kazam. Not Shazam. Yeah. Kazam. Shazam. <laughs> Dude, I, what I love about it is he could get overlooked by the personality of like a Charles Barkley, obviously. But on that show, he's low-key hilarious. I mean, I don't 
watch as much, you know, the NBA tonight kind of stuff like I used to, but you know, I, I will later tonight because we're recording on February 7th when LeBron James will pass Sir Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Is that right, Todd? LeBron James. Yep. <laughs> yep. Quick, Maybe tonight. Quick, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Quick might say LeBron. LeBron's the GOAT, and it will be cer- it'll be certified tonight when he breaks the Ooh. scoring record. You heard it here first. How you, you feel about Todd that, might get along pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I, I like this guy already. There you go. <laughs> Colin's triggered. I can just sense it. Go ahead, Colin. Or, yeah, Todd. <laughs> triggered. Awesome. I'm going to go number uh, my number three pick here, and I might take this for a while because I know we're getting close to the halftime hot seat, and I want to prolong that as much as possible. So I may just sit here and talk for a few minutes. Now I'm going to go Marty Smith, number three. Uh, Ryan McGee's partner, that man, they do the show together. Love that show. It's just so relaxed and chilled. It's like two dudes just sitting on, sitting out on the back patio having a conversation, right? And I I love that. Started with ESPN, I think in like 2006, doing NASCAR. And to me, he's just so diverse, right? He can do so many different things. You know, he does golf, does NASCAR, does football. I mean, all those things. And so Marty Smith at number three for me and has perfectly like – his hair has never been, been yeah yeah exactly exactly i don't know if you guys have seen the clip where he's talking to tim tebow and paul feinbaum and marcus spears and he's talking about his hair and they're like what do you do he's like i do a a number two fade all the way up to a fohawk <laughs> right. and uh then tim tebow's got this crazy part down the freaking middle of his head looking like a daggum gator and then they're like what do you do feinbaum what do you do you the cul-de-sac you know you just get the, <laughs> that thing there i think feinbaum needs to take some advice from todd the pod god and just go shiny right that's right don't hang on too long there paul come on now that's right it ain't now, i would say man like maybe the only two guys that use more hair product than the pod father Tebow and, and Marty Smith. <laughs> I would agree. I think they're right up there, top three for sure. Shout out I to wonder, Got to Be. I wonder if they use Got to Be. Oh, they got to, man. I mean, that's the only kind. Is there any other brand? All right, number three for me. Keeping it off the grid here with this one again. Believe it or not, I was co-editor of the Blue and Gold newspaper at Travelers Rest High School my senior year. So I appreciate a really good article of any kind, uh, but especially sports. And I first kind of latched on to this pick through the writing, but his role has increased over the years. But I'm going right Thompson at number three. So you may remember from uh, umpteen years back, The Secret Life of Tiger Woods. That was oh, yeah. right Thompson's investigative journalism. He's also kind of taken on somewhat of that Tom Rinaldi role in in a certain sense where he is the voiceover of some of these like two minute lead ins to like the Masters or whatever event it is. He's from Mississippi, got a really good Southern voice, but Wright Thompson, number three. For a moment there, I thought you were about to add yourself to the list <laughs> when you started it on that intro. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Like that. Not mad at that, Colin. I like that pick a lot. Definitely know him from Tiger. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time. Y'all know what time it is. Pew, it's pew. time for the. I was going to say no pew pew this time. Hot seat. Ladies and gentlemen, Colin with the pew pew. Colin, can you give me two minutes? You've got me already, baby. Uh, you know, normally, guys, if we have a guest, Todd is off the hot seat, but Joey Stacks is no guest. He is family of the pod. So, Todd, you're back on the seat that is ever so hot tonight with a brand new slab of questions. Colin, are you ready for me? I'm taking I'm one ready. for you, Joey Stacks. Three, <laughs> Thank two, you, one. Let's go. All right, Todd, how much money would it take for you to wear a wig for a month? Uh, $1,000. 
Done. Uh, you give up one of these for the rest of your life. French fries or spaghetti? Spaghetti all day. All right. Favorite Gordon? Gordon Bombay of the Mighty Ducks or Gordon Ramsay, the famous chef? Uh, Gordon Bombay. I can't really stand Ramsay. <laughs> Mighty Ducks guy. I love it. Okay. Name a movie or show that everyone loves but you've never seen. Ooh. Uh, Harry Potter. Any of those movies. Perfect. Riggins or Buddy Garrity? Who wins in a bar fight today? Today? Riggins for sure. Buddy Garrity's <laughs> out of shape, man. So we could have said 20 years ago, too. All right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't change. <laughs> true. Is it true that you're afraid of Beetlejuice? 100%. Perfect. Uh, this is for the ladies out there, namely your wife. Are you a tidy whities guy or boxer briefs? Got to go boxer briefs. No tidy whities Got to. There was no other question. Our uh, favorite video game growing up? Uh, I would say any of the Mario series. Love it. Okay. Don't offend Colin here. Are baseball games too long? Um, For the most part, yes. Boom. Oh my God. <laughs> Where was the Chinese spy balloon made, Todd? China. Absolutely. Name two characters from Family Guy. Oh, from Family Guy? Ooh. Stewie? Yes. And I don't know another one. Brian, good job. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Best Will Ferrell character, in your opinion. Best Will Ferrell character. Man. Elf. Oh, perfect, buddy. 80, 80s or 90s, best decade to you? To me? Yeah. 90s. Love 80s it. were cool, though. It's close, close race. 90s wins. Okay, falling off a cliff, save one. Kelly Kapowski or your wife? My wife all day. All right, last one. You have to choose. Go to Disney for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Disney for a full day Burr. in the middle of summer or a Gamecocks and Vandy home game. Gamecocks Vandy. I'm not going to Disney and definitely not in the summer. Shout out to Caleb right there. Da -da -da -da. Todd, <laughs> nice job, Todd. But I am wearing my Vandy gear. <laughs> there you go. Love it, love it, love it. Way to go, Todd. You survived well once done. again. I, can't I did wait survive. To hear it again next week. Love it. All right. Number two. All right, guys. Coming in at number two for me. This is somebody who I would say if I could have their job, I would take it in the sports media world. Okay. And to my, I just, for me, he is the master class. He is the master facilitator, a diehard Jets fan, a Northwestern grad, started in ESPN in 1996. I love his voice. He can do all sports. And right now, he is the current host of Get Up, which is actually one of my favorite shows on ESPN, ESPN Radio former better half of Mike and Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, it is none other than Mike Greenberg, a.k.a. Greeny, coming in at number two. What you guys think about Greeny? I'm indifferent. You think he's yeah. just kind of lame and annoying or just he's an acquired taste? or I'm just not going to go out of my way to, to listen to him. You're not? I okay. kind of agree with Colin. Like, I think the thing that may surprise me is that it's not necessarily that it's on your list, but that it's so high on your list. Well, like I said, I, I said I would also – take his job i think what he gets to do it's probably comparative to like a reese davis right you're in the mix of everything important and you're a master facilitator and right. i think he does a great job like i don't i mean obviously he knows sports he was in chicago he covered michael jordan but like he covers a lot of elite sports and he does it very early in the morning so i just i, I just gotta respect the guy for that so let's be honest christian used to work every morning from 6 to 2.30, he used to listen to Mike and Mike from 5 to 6. <laughs> He's got a crush on Mike. so that's He's got a good set of hair. Oh, breaking news here. 
Hey, I told you that in confidence, Hans. <laughs> oh, man. Number two. I'm going to go ahead with my number two. This is an extremely hot take. Really impressed. She's really grown in the ranks through the NFL, started at ESPN. Aaron Andrews, very well respected in the industry, always comes with good insight on the sidelines and a uh, just a stable force um, on every key 4 p.m. Eastern time mm-hmm. NFL game on Fox. So Aaron Andrews, a number two. Wow. Love you the know, pick. Love the pick. Would you say you like her better now in her later days on Fox than you did at ESPN? Because she used to be the staple of ESPN and game day. And I feel like she's gotten a little bit lost as a lot of the females who left and went to Fox. They're probably making more money and more respected, but they definitely they only have like that's all I see her in now. Right. The four o'clock Fox window. Yeah, the four o'clock Fox window typically. But I feel like game day is it was relevant to us because we cared about college football, but nationally the NFL is much bigger. And so I think nationally her role means much more. So Aaron Andrews, number two. Regionally, you know, the college football aspect, they carry a lot of weight. It's the same with Sam Ponder. Like I don't ever hardly see her anymore. I just, you know. Yeah, she's just behind Hasselbeck now. So. (laughs) (laughs) My wife, uh, when when we were talking about my wife, (laughs) <laughs> uh, she uh one of the first people she said was andrews so good good solid pick there he was referring to mark the tight end for baltimore really correct <laughs> yes she just didn't disclose that to me right <laughs> hey uh my number two i'm gonna i'm gonna cheat you know christian earlier i allowed you to have 4a 4b you did uh, because, and you're the authority so because exactly <laughs> i make all the decisions around here exactly <laughs> especially the, the, father, the pot father's not here we do what we want <laughs> do what we want off the rails <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna cheat a little bit. I'm gonna go the NBA on TNT crew just because I feel like their personalities are so good and so good together. You got Ernie Shaq. Hey Shaq. Ernie. Hey Kenny. Hey Kenny. <laughs> you got Ernie. Kenny. You know, if you remember when we did the Uber episode, I, I picked those guys to ride in my That's uh, true. in Uber. I guess it would be an Uber XL, right? Shout out the inside. I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, hilarious! They keep me connected to the NBA. Honestly, like I, I get lost with it sometimes. And they're they're another group of guys that when I'm scrolling by and I see that they're on, I'm stopping to watch. That's a great pick. I mean, like the whole crew, like you said. I mean, it's hard to pick. And even the guys like Kenny and Ernie, you got to have glue guys, right? Because not everybody can be hilarious, like Barkley or low key, just. Shaq is who he is, but you know Kenny the Jet, Ernie Johnson. That's a it's a great crew, man. Respect it for sure. Yeah, and I think if you if you told me I had to choose one out of that crew, I would probably take Ernie, just because I do feel like he's the glue that holds it all together. Just such a solid guy, man. Um, Could you say you he's know, the Greenberg of that crew? Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Very vanilla and boring and terrible. Glue, like actually, <laughs> I just want his job. <laughs> right, that's what I said. All, All right. right, number number two for me. Didn't necessarily anticipate this person making the list, but the more I thought about it, the more I I respect their uh, their vibe. Just really kind of grown on me over the last couple of years. I'm going Charles Barkley at number two, and here's why: I believe he says what he thinks, and and I'm at this point in my life with you know professional people and coaches that I don't want robots. I want people that say what they're thinking. And sometimes I'm going to agree with that. Sometimes I'm going to disagree with that. But he's gained my respect 
uh, in this time period of, of society where it's don't say that, don't say that, don't say that. He just says what he thinks. So <laughs> Charles Barkley, number two. I love that. I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, he's he's polarizing. He says what's on his mind. I mean, he's got a great voice. I mean, his I, I love the guy. He's a great character. I mean, he's great on golf as well. I mean, like that he's not just in his basketball lane. I mean, I, I love that about him. I love that he's a TNT guy, but they'll bring him on ESPN. I mean, they're not afraid to bring a guy who they know is going to get ratings on. And really, I thought you were going to say Maddie Kroll. So I was surprised when you said I like their vibe that you went with Charles. <laughs> So Maddie just missed the cut. Ah, well, stay tuned. We'll, we'll talk about that. I what think, do you guys think? Obviously, Todd, he was part of your last uh, quartet there. So, Right, yeah. But, man, I think the thing I appreciate about him and his role on there, it, it, with Shaq especially, is like they just make fun of each other and of themselves. You know what I mean? They don't seem to take themselves too seriously. And I, I appreciate that. It keeps it light, keeps it funny. You know, but at the same time, my man will just throw something out there wild, you know, that he believes and and doesn't really care, you know. So you gotta you gotta appreciate that. Oh, absolutely, love that, Joey. You're a Shaq guy. You prefer Shaq to Chuck? I do, I do. Shaq's got the championship rings to show for it. Chuck's got zero, so that's on him. But I like to see Charles Barkley on the uh, NCAA March Madness analysis. They added him within the last couple of years, so. Charles Barkley's a legend. He's on Space Jam. He's always a part of my childhood, but he's no Shaq. You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> love it. Love it. Great pick there, Colin, coming at number two. Number one. All right, guys. Well, I, I will actually say this is the first time we've made it through a list without the Podfather. So this is actually history being made. We've made it to number one. We've done the impossible. We've we're to our number one picks. And guys. Uh, I mentioned to you earlier that I was going to have some local flair, but, but local flair, like meaning very close to this podcast at my number one and guys, uh, formerly of WCCP, which is one Oh five, five, the roar. This guy joined ESPN in 2013 and why it hits close to home is number one. This guy is really the only guy that used to take my calls about Bill Simmons and the NBA back in the day, about a decade ago, uh, when I used to call into our local radio uh, around noon on my lunch break. He was the original guy who had to uh, stand Bitter Ben Milstead on his show. So if he could survive that. But guys, he also calls every single game, I'm pretty sure, for UCF, my wife's alum, at the Bounce House when it's on ESPN, Thursday nights, Friday nights, you name it. Clemson alum and hashtag friend of the pod because he's been on twice and he's promised us a third ladies and gentlemen my number one pick is mr roy philpot love the voice love the guy i mean we know him personally because he's been on our show i mean he i mean he ranked santa claus for goodness sake i mean like he is so willing to do that and he's just a great guy i love his voice i love him locally love to see him thriving and can't wait to see him continue to do it big for ESPN and the and the world of college football. So, Mr. Friday Night himself, Roy Philpot coming at number one. Great pick. I, I think, like, man, just because he is just such a dude, right? Like, he, when he came on the show, he's like one of the boys, you know, just able to hang out. Oh, and yeah. then on top of that, just does such a great job calling, calling those games. And, you know, uh, man, I enjoyed the episodes that he was on. And uh, great, great solid pick there with number one. There's a genuineness with Roy that we got to see on on this podcast, and uh, great pick for number one. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's a great word and a way to describe him that you don't usually see, you know, for somebody who, I mean, it's been a decade now that he's been on the four letter network, you know, and for him to come back and just spend, you know, a couple hours with some local dudes here talking sports and, and talking whatever, you know, it's just cool to see. And I mean, the guy's got a, a face for radio and TV for sure. It's good. It's good. It's good. You know what I would say is the hater hotline, an iconic oh, piece yeah. of WCCP <laughs> and a sunsplash Friday afternoon. The weatherman himself, right? Yeah. Yeah, I want to know, were you really on lunch break or not? I'm always on lunch break, Todd. Check the tape. <laughs> <laughs> He's the GOAT of WCCP. Clemson football hasn't been the same since he left. But I'll jump into my number one. This was a no-brainer. This guy's taken the media world by storm. What he's done, he's kind of trolled the whole Sunday conversation that used to be on like the NFL Network or ESPN. Caleb Presley at number one. He does the Sunday S-U-N-D-A-E conversation where he has a guy eating a bowl of ice cream in the background. He's trolling elite A-list guests constantly. And it is just, it's a breath of fresh air in the sports media world. So Caleb Presley at number one, if you don't know him, look him up. His interviews are genius. They're, they are genius. I would say his most recent one with Morgan Wallen's hilarious. I think his one with Josh Allen. Uh, I was going to reference that one. Yeah. I mean, his questions are great. Like I actually take what he does and try to do my halftime hot seat questions like that. Obviously not <laughs> as, I'm not as good. I'm not as cool, but I mean, yeah, I love that guy. Great pick and a very current pick as well. Definitely a trendsetter too. Like, you know, just doing something totally different. And it's causing people to take notice. Uh, great pick there at number number one for you, Joey. I'm going to go with my number one. I'm cheating once again and going with the game day crew. Man, started in 1987. For me, this was just so like, I don't know, like trendsetting, transformational when they started doing this, even though it's been what, I don't know how many Wait, years. Wait, did you 20? say 87? 87, can, yeah. Can you name the original lineup from 87? Oh, I don't know if I can. Lee Corsa? Yeah, yeah, of course. I Chris Fowler, <laughs> right. Yeah. No, 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 Pat McAfee. Okay, uh, no, I don't remember that then. I was wondering. I don't think they could have had, handled McAfee back then. I don't think so. But, uh, man, like, I just remember even now, like, waking up on Saturday mornings, it's, it's 9 o'clock, the TV's coming on, right? You know, driving to Clemson for games. Don't tell the, the uh, law enforcement, but uh, I got that on, you know, while I'm driving to the games. Absolutely. You know, just uh, keep it up. And I think, again, like McAfee's added just a, a breath of fresh air. You know, I think it did get a little bit stale over the past few years, but adding him in there has just created a new new fire in there. I hate to see Bear transition off of there this season. Yeah, yeah that was bad. Uh, that's a big loss for them, I think. But, man, just, just great, great content. And the storytelling, like, you know, one minute you're excited because your favorite coach is on there. The next minute you're crying about some story about, you know, some college kid from the middle of Idaho, right? <laughs> like the, the, they're telling a story about. And so that's my number one. I'm going with game day, which again is cheating. Cause I know I took like, <laughs> there's like eight personalities on there, but we'll allow it Todd because you know, there are some really legendary people on that show and it's hard to pick just one and Kevin's not here tonight. So you can do whatever you want. But what I want to know is what is that song, that fancy jingle that always is at the beginning of that? It's like big and rich. How does that go guys? Colin, hit us with it. No? 
together. <laughs> One, two, said we're coming <laughs> to your sit-down. Right, that, I think the Podfather took Colin. that number one on his uh he did. On, on the theme show list, right? I think so. Yeah, game day, man. Theme song. Yeah, he loved that little bacon rich walking in the room, handing out $20 bills. There's right. a rumor going around that former TR editor, potentially Colin Thompson, was a ghostwriter for that song. That's just a rumor. I can't oh, confirm uh, nor deny that one. <laughs> Good All pick, right, number one, number one for me. This is one that I honestly came into my prep session. I did not want to pick this person number one, not for any particular reason. They just didn't feel like a number one pick. But the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, all right, well, I'm listening anytime they're talking. I listen to their podcast. I watch their show. I love the versatility between football and basketball. So it's Reese Davis at number one for me. Just again, like, not not a guy that like necessarily moves the needle like a Pat McAfee does or something like that or a Charles Barkley, but like I consistently listen and watch to what they've got to say and, and value that. And so it's Reese Davis number one for me. I love it. He's polished. And like you said, anyone that gets to do the game day, he's the Mike Greenberg of game day in football and then gets to slide right over and do it for Duke Carolina. I mean, he, I think he probably has one of the best jobs in all of sports. Again, a master facilitator, an Alabama guy. So I really hate that about him. Um, but I mean, man, he's just a polished guy, right? A, a great voice, a great face. He started, I think in the like early to late nineties and ESPN doing a lot of ESPN two stuff. Like when that first came out, <clears throat> I think, they add him as a sports center anchor as well, like a lot of these guys. But man, he is he's one of the voices of college football, man. And I love there's that probably, you know, each of us would probably disagree with this take from time to time. But I feel like that, you know, there are some egos on game day at times. And I feel like Reese tries not to make it about him. Like he tries to like step aside and let let the story kind of tell itself and and removes a bit of that ego from it. So that, I think that's why I like him. I would yeah. I would counter. He has a lot of hot takes on Clemson football. He's low on Clemson football right now. So I'm shocked that you picked him at number one. He's still recovering from Santa Clara. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, we all are. <laughs> Listen, I love that, guys. Five to one. Uh, great picks across the board. We'll let you guys listen back on that because I did not write them down. So I don't remember who anybody picked. So unlike Kevin, I do not do my homework or my research. But, guys, I think y'all had some pretty daggum good picks. But what I want to know is who did not make your cut? Who are some people that are on your cutting room floor? I'll give you a couple, and then we'll kind of go to everybody else. Uh, so Reese Davis was definitely somebody on mine. Uh, a class act just didn't make it Kirk Herb Street. He gets, I mean, I'm kind of getting sick of him, but he is still a, a staple, a guy I'll listen to. I don't mind David Pollock as well. Um, kind of like him other than being a Georgia fan. I'll tell you a couple. Okay. One that I'm Colin Cowherd. I used to like him better on ESPN. Basically anybody on the Fox channel. I don't really like anymore. Unfortunately, when they went to Fox, their, their product went a little down in my opinion. But a Colin Cowherd is still a very familiar voice and somebody who I cannot stand today, but was obsessed with 20 years ago was Jim Rome. Uh, thought about him was like, he is so garbage with his clones. What up clones? What's going on? <laughs> you know, but I mean, back in the day, that was my lunch breaks when I was in like nursing school and we were going to clinicals. 
was like, man in the box, get back in the box. You know, Jim Rowe. I mean, I don't know why, but he used to be a polarizing guy. So there's some guys that would be on a top 10, top 20, perhaps. But Jim Rome, I haven't thought about that guy at all. You just got run, Todd. (laughs) Christian loved Jim Rome. That was kind of his role model growing up. So my two that almost made the list. Somebody had to somebody had to go against uh, Skip Bayless successfully, and it was Shannon Sharp himself. Shannon Sharp smoked Skip Bayless on a daily basis. He almost made the list. And then the second guy who almost made the list because he's got a lot of good insight when it comes to X's and O's and true basketball knowledge, J.J. Redick. If you listen to his mm-hmm. podcast, if you're a basketball purist, you, you like some J.J. Redick. Um, those are the two guys that almost made the list, but they just weren't cutting it. Uh, I thought you said Chris Broussard and uh, Wendy, Brian Windhorst. <laughs> uh, no, you number Kyle. six, Kyle. number six for me was actually Jim Rome. Really? You know, and, and he's a guy that's an acquired taste. That's the only way I know how to how to say it. And and I'm somebody that went through a period of time where I really did listen in that same time frame that you did, Christian, and loved yeah. it. Then I didn't listen for a while. Then yeah. I went back and I had to reacquire that taste. It's different. <laughs> right. It's different. And, right. it, and it's not right. necessarily, you know, in my wheelhouse of sports that he covers, but I enjoy Jim and, and I think he's got a niche and and I like that. Uh, it's not the same yeah. as every other show. Um, next, probably number seven was Tom Rinaldi for me mm. and just, just some of the stories that he had. But, you know, the issue kind of like we talked about with the NFL, man, sometimes you jump to Fox, like you just kind of disappear. And I, yeah, I just, he has. He has like disappeared. It, 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 I saw him this past weekend. I was like, Rinaldi, what? It'll be interesting to see if Fox continuing to pull some of these uh, ESPN guys that are focused on college football to see if they'll take a little bit more of the market share there. But, yeah, Tom Rinaldi was the other one. That's a good pick, good pick yeah. there. For me, uh, I got Adam Schefter on, on the list. I think, Christian, you had him on your list somewhere. Yeah, and number then, five. And then I was trying to think today, man. I was trying to think of like baseball personalities, and I'm like, there's just not any. Kurt right? Schilling. I added. <laughs> I, I did add Vin Scully to my list. Oh, nice. You know, yeah, Dodger uh, guy. There you go. Shout out to the uh, Kardashians and your wife. Got, got to, got to get it in every every episode, right? I got to. Yeah, yeah. And so Vin Scully to me, uh, I just love listening to call games, and I feel like he. Also, just because he was there so long, he just created like a culture and, and all those things. And so a couple of people that I I used to absolutely love that I just can't stomach anymore. I know we didn't really ask for this, but I figured I'd throw it in there anyway, because Kevin's not here. You do what you want. All right. the rails. You but uh, Chris Berman, man, used to love back, that back, dude. Bumblet, bumblet. Back, 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 back. <laughs> he could go all the way. And Dick Vitale, man. Dickie V, baby, love... diaper <laughs> But it's There's just a baby so Ruth much. In your diaper. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't stomach it anymore. I'm with you. Talk about somebody when we were kids or growing up as even like high school age, like the Duke and Carolina games, you wanted Dickie V and Digger Phelps or whatever. Now it's like, Dickie V is annoying. It's like, it's <laughs> right. like the Jim Rome voice. It's like, it's an acquired taste. And as you get a little bit older, you kind of fall out of that a little bit. So I... Completely agree with you there. I'm surprised nobody said Walt Deptula, though, Colin. Guess you don't listen Sh- local anymore. Should have come on the podcast. 
I would agree. Walt, uh, Ramona, mark the tape. If Walt comes on the podcast, he's definitely making some lists. So definitely want to see that. Well, fellas, listen, man, thank you all so much. Joey Stacks, thank you for coming on as a fam of the pod. Guys, this is episode 95 in the books, which is outrageous. We are inching closer to 100. We have certainly missed K would love the pod father tonight, but we're looking forward to having him back for episode number 96, hopefully celebrating that Super Bowl victory for the Eagles. Uh, also shout out to the Fandalorian podcast. Uh, I think you're going to hear some familiar voices from Colin and Todd on their show as well. But fellas, as always, thank y'all, all of our listeners, everybody out there, friends, fans, of the pod, download us, check us out, Spotify, Apple pods, you name it. That's where you'll find us, the Power 5 Podcast. Until next time, say goodnight, Kevin. I guess. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe well, he's well, I, don't know. I hope so. What if he's cheating on us with another pod? Ooh. Well, all I got, I got to leave y'all with one final, final message. And Kevin made his pod family disappear. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> all right, fellas. <laughs> nice way to end it on that note.